0: Good day, everyone. It's uh, it's a heavy one. Today is the day of the vote for emergency powers. Uh, I'm going to go on a limb and and say indefinitely. Uh, Today we are doing another armchair episode, so cheers. We are sitting down for a little back and forth. Thanks for coming out.
1: Uh, Glad to be here again.
0: Uh, I wish it was on better terms.
1: Yeah, no, I think... um the, the outcome is all but determined here. Um, it, we're literally... It could be any second Yeah, like that we're, it's We're announced.
0: probably going to take a break at some point and just catch up on Twitter and see.
1: Yeah, but I mean, both of us are of the same opinion, which is that this will pass, um, the Emergencies Act, and, um, and that's it. I guess it'll go to the Senate to be ratified, which who knows if it will be, but I mean, the... The, the confidence vote will will not break the Liberals. It doesn't seem no, and uh, I think I
0: think if anything, this is kind of showing both NDP and Liberals to me. I I'm a balanced person. I can respect people with ideological differences, right? Um, but when it comes to your your moral compass and, and where you kind of line up, this is gonna show through for so many. Um, if you don't have the balls to stand up for genuinely, like. I I try not to do what's right and wrong, good versus evil. I try not to work in such black and whites, but this one really is. Uh this vote is truly a black and white issue and there's there will be no forgiveness on my part for this. I don't I don't see anyone being able to save face after this.
1: Well, I mean um it, it it's it's too bad. I mean, really you see the Liberal MPs who are coming out and saying that they think while well, the Emergencies Act is not necessary for various reasons, some saying it's overreach, some saying, well, the convoys, the protest in Ottawa is effectively over with, so it's no longer needed, um, but they're all likely to vote uh, for it because it's they're being whipped, and... I mean, you'd like to see some of them have principle um, and go against that. But the the real ones, who, the ones who really hold um, the power here are the NDP and Jagmeet Singh. And so far he's signaled that he's going to go for it. Um, I think some NDP... MPs have said that they're not for it so I, d- I don't know if they'll be
0: I don't expect you see when you've got a leader as gutless as Jagmeet Singh uh I re- it kind of speaks to the content of that party where he's the leader so y- you could reasonably presume that the people working under him have even less guts than he does
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well I mean we he has presided whether he whether you see him as ultimately responsible i i do but he has presided over a pretty dramatic drop in popularity for the NDP in Canada um they are a pretty distant fourth uh it's a weird dynamic party but the inter- well the interesting thing is is with the minority liberal government He's like the most powerful politician in Canada right now. He's the kingmaker. Right. And, and I think mean,
0: that's going to his head a bit too.
1: Well, I mean, I I was I look at it two different ways. I mean I, I get that strategically he's probably never gonna get a better position than what he has now. But I mean if you if he just wanted to, you know, represent just the NDPs, him him breaking Rank with the Liberals right now, his popularity would go through the roof. I I could easily see them eclipsing the Liberals on an election if it were called tonight, um, and, and making him the true opposition leader. But at this point, I mean, it, it, he he probably looks at it like, well, then the Conservatives are in power, possibly with a majority, and my power is effectively moot so yeah i think
0: i I think you're very nice to the ndp right now i'm a lot more skeptical i think they see the writing on the wall you saw that that by-election in uh saskatchewan like 20 25 years of straight ndp like it was it was a walk away and it turned into a absolute bloodbath conservatives walked away with like 51 52 percent of a seat that they never won yeah. So I think I think maybe in our bubble, more Ontario esque politics, it's easier to see them as as a lot more weight behind them. But they've lost the working man, the middle class, uh, blue collar Midwesterns, uh, which people—that's a huge chunk of their seats.
1: I know what you mean, and I do think I, I think the West is lost to the Liberals and NDP. Well, I mean the Liberals struggle beyond
0: the NDP have always done surprisingly well in the Midwest. It's shocking to me.
1: Well, yeah, no, I mean the yeah, they even, even in Alberta, if it's not conservative, it's NDP. Um, they don't go liberal. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Same with Saskatchewan. They won't go liberal. I mean,
0: for good reason.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they, they hold a, a grudge against the liberal party that uh, they don't have they don't have that built up animosity against the NDP because well the NDP have never been in power um, so yeah I mean I, I do think that you could see a lot of those NDP ridings going to the conservatives out west but I think you could see a lot of liberal ridings here um, in Ontario and in Atlantic Canada going NDP. Yeah, I don't know.
0: It's tough to say. I, I don't have my finger on the pulse in Atlantic Canada to see how that's going to shift or not. I, I want to say, just, Ontario is a very mixed bag. Um, we have a lot more white collar people than, say, the Atlantic provinces, they're a lot more common man, blue collar. And this has been my struggle when you talk Atlantic politics for a long time now, is their affinity to vote liberal is is always kind of
1: mind-boggling to me. I think it's it's, uh, inertia, you know, like it's what they used to do when the liberals would typically uh, represent the working man a little bit more, whereas, you know, now obviously they've become an elitist um, party. But it takes a while for the voters to realize that yeah. a lot of times. Same Ma- thing with the Democrats and Republicans yeah. in well, the states.
0: We've seemed to be in the middle of a flip ourselves. Right. Um, where the conservatives used to be big business and, and corporatists. Now they seem to be the ones standing up for the working man. Yeah. Um, but I think maybe when it comes to the Atlantic provinces, I always kind of looked at it from an economic standpoint where it's it's no secret it's not to slight anyone in in the atlantic provinces their their economy has been gutted for decades and yeah, it, it seems to be there's not a
1: huge amount of prosperity there when you
0: have sure. when you have a liberal government they're they're <laughs> fast and loose with a checkbook so it seems to be at least from from my views the atlantic provinces tend to vote from a stimulus perspective yeah. whereas like a fiscal conservative just couldn't afford it
1: right yeah, I, I mean, you, you could be right. I, I, I'm certainly not an expert on Atlantic uh, well, yeah, Canada's no. politics, but uh, no, I mean, and perhaps that is right. Um, the only thing I can say about Atlantic Canada with any sort of authority is that the people are genuinely some of the nicest people.
0: Oh,
1: <laughs> I've ever met. I, 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 like, I, I think that the the stereotypical like polite n- Canadian they're thinking of like a a person from Nova Scotia. Maybe I am like a sailor's <laughs> mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I no, but that's say, that's actually the most endearing part. <laughs> I
0: have a, a couple buddies that are like straight Newfies. And I love them to pieces. They can drink like like just nobody else. The only thing and I will I will happily catch there's nothing right about Jig's dinner. If you're listening and you're and you're from Newfoundland, I'm sorry to insult your heritage, but I I am the type... Jigs dinner? Jigs dinner, man. <laughs> it is, like... It is sacrilegious to say what I'm saying right now, and somebody's gonna get upset, but, like, I'm the type of person who, like, I don't like my food touching, let alone cooking it all in one pot at the same time. Okay, It's like yeah, a turkey... Not- it's like... Not turkey. It's it's cottage roll. So it's a chunk of ham mi- mixed in like you would to stew, but then you separate it out and serve it separately. <laughs> <laughs> I love my new few friends. I've, I've literally sat down for Jig's dinner, but that that stuff bothers me.
1: Listen, I, I won't knock it till I try it. But uh, <laughs> I typically com- compartmentalize my food on the plate and eat one thing at a time. Yeah, th- so it sounds a bit. I think I'd be in your right your uh, group there.
0: But no, like going back to to what the hell's happening? I yeah. my wife explained it. To, asked me basically today. Because I said I, it's been a it's been a heavy day uh, for anyone that kind of knows what's happening and watching it going on, it is it is friggin heavy. My wife asked me what's going on, and I basically explained it to her. I'm like, it's like being on a bus that you know we're heading for a cliff, but they're voting on who should take over steering the bus, and until we can get enough people to vote the same way, we're just gonna keep heading towards the cliff
1: yeah and it 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 sucks so much that so much of this comes down to you know the system of whipping MPs i mean i, I don't know i don't know how many would like to vote against this um but are being whipped but i mean just the idea that what he wants the he wants the emergencies act for 30 days, right? He just got it.
0: Yeah, he did. The vote was just confirmed 185 in favor, 151 against. So I think based on that, was that basically math
1: Basically the same. Based on that
0: math, there's only 151 Conservative seats. Block didn't vote.
1: Yeah, cuz it was 185 when they asked when they uh asked NDP for the resolution. And Liberals. Yeah.
0: So, from what I'm seeing right now, either a a chunk of conservatives abstained, or Bloc Quebecois themselves abstained. Uh, It should be noted, Justin Trudeau was not in the House for the vote uh, when the dictator is assigning himself new powers.
1: He didn't have the decency to show up. No. So, where
0: does that leave us? Well, 30 days he gets it, assuming, I don't know the process with the Senate now. But I believe this this allows it to keep going.
1: Yeah, and I mean...
0: And he, he mentioned today that they they want it for two or three months. Just to be safe, was his words. Uh, it, it is I thought own, it was
1: 30 days that he said... No, that...
0: the, the law states 30 days. But he is on record to a reporter today saying... he they The CBC literally asked him, uh, could you see yourself wanting this for two or three months, just in case... And he responded with, well, that's certainly our intention.
1: Well, um, and then the amount of, you know, you, signaling from Chris J. Freeland and stuff about how we want to make some of these things permanent um, before it's released. Uh, same thing with, you know, it's the same thing like uh, Ford and Legault have said about the emergencies that they've declared in their uh, provinces, that they want to make s- some of the measures permanent before they release the emergency um i mean it, it really is the end game of what all of this was about i think um <clears throat> it wasn't ultimate like i mean vaccines were a part of it but i think ultimately it was a power grab
0: yeah this, th- this whole
1: this whole covid situation
0: i think the vaccines quickly turned into kissing the ring
1: yeah, well, yeah, I mean <laughs> you were you were
0: a good citizen that did your civic duty and and what the government told you or you didn't. It was it was a very clear way to cut that line.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I don't hold it against people that wanted to get the vaccine for various reasons. That's fine. Um but ultimately I mean, it was used as a wedge to divide and, the, and and in Canada, we're so like good and compliant that you know such a huge percentage of people did it willingly, and then it was p- pretty easy to push uh, another good chunk with mandates and you know threatening of being fired and the passports and all that stuff. And now the the remainder, they're they're stuck, and and, and we haven't pulled off any um any big wins yet I mean <laughs> should we say something about the the convoy itself like
0: oh I think it certainly changed the the tone in the room uh, yeah it, it, if it, if not for the convoy i I don't see any of the provinces backing off at all
1: yeah I mean I, I think ultimately at the very very least they sped up a lot of the process that some of these um, provinces were going to go down. But, like, if you wanted to go for the most um, positive spin, they basically forced some of these provinces into doing this. Oh, yeah. So um, they were successful there. They were successful in uniting a chunk of... Canadians, I mean, they got rid of O'Toole.
0: <laughs> Which was so key.
1: <laughs> that was I, huge. I, don't,
0: I genuinely don't think we would be where we are today. I don't think we'd have emergency powers if O'Toole never took the lead. I think if, oh, they, in, yeah. if they had a proper opposition, we would never have gotten to this place. Even if Trudeau still won his minority. Like, even if the Conservatives still lost last summer. Yeah. I think you with a proper opposition, it would still not have gotten this far.
1: Well, good riddance to O'Toole. Um, so, I mean, yeah, the, the as of recording this, the convoy itself is at least convoy proper in Ottawa is disbanded. Uh, the protest has been <laughs> pretty heavy, illegal, yeah, heavy-handedly um, removed from the city.
0: Yeah, uh, that the the ta- I think we're gonna see two sides of that coin for for months to come uh the city has made it very clear they're going to january 6th this oh yeah they're seeking long harsh heavy-handed punishments they're talking about selling private property to fund the police um but at the same time on the other side i i don't i don't think this is over (laughs) yeah i i don't i don't think this is over i think this is just the start um you've kind of lit a fire in people like myself. Like I never ended up making it to Ottawa. Now I damn well want to. Um and I I think the backlash from this is going to be heavy. I think there's going to be a lot of people lose their jobs over it when the dust settles. Uh you're already seeing RCMP investigations launched. Um Ottawa Police Services have a couple valid complaints launched already. You saw the one the one lady just wanted to get coffee and she was tossed to the to the street.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, we we saw all sorts of overstep uh the signaling of, you know, the the intention to pursue protesters for months to come uh for their presence at the protest. I mean, all, all of it, the the seizure of property, uh the the mayor of Ottawa signaling that he wants to seize the property and then sell it to recoup the costs. I mean I, you can hate the protest you can hate the protesters everything you if you can if you can't see the overstep here then then really we we have lost um if not enough people anyway can are aware of how deep this is going and and how destructive it is then 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 we have lost i mean you think about the idea that governments are now going to use as a tool in their toolbox the seizing the freezing and seizing of financial assets regularly for political dissent
0: yeah and and like as you're you're saying that i just realized um they've mentioned that they're going to f- search after protesters for months to come Um, But as we found out today, the emergency act is going to hold for another three weeks minimum, um, because they get 30 days. So that means, technically, anyone they find in the next three weeks is subject to extrajudicial punishment. They can seize their banks without process, they can lock them up indefinitely if they so choose, they could seize their property... Uh, there is no checks and balances for the individual person, as long as this measure is in in effect. Yeah, and uh, the sad part is, even the the kind-hearted liberals and N- NDPs, when confronted with the fact that they've already overstepped, like I find it hilarious that and that Jagmeet Singh would say like we'll pull our support if they overstep. They already have. Yeah. Like, it's not a a hypothetical. They have overstepped. They literally overstepped a grandma with a horse.
1: You know, and, and, you know, I'm glad that she's relatively okay. I think she had a separated shoulder. Uh, And I think she was like a Mohawk.
0: Mohawk Indian. She was an elder. An elder,
1: yeah. And, okay, honestly, super glad she's okay. That, by accident only, didn't result in her death right yeah like, or I mean, it, was, it, it very easily could have happened where a, a hoof comes down on her head and then that's it yep yeah. um, you know
0: I, I find that, it very indicative it's very representative of how Trudeau generally handles native relations
1: yeah yeah sig- signal with one hand that he's he's helping and then with the other hand push them around push them around yeah um, anyway, thank goodness she's okay. Um, but, but what, it, did you see the Ottawa police? I think the tweet's still out. They, well, they're they still claiming. A bicycle. Yeah, somebody threw a bicycle yeah. at the horse. And it's like, no, that wasn't a bicycle. That was an old lady in her walker. Right. Like, it's, it's unreal.
0: And, and like, anyone who watched the video, like, I don't understand how this is a a, a valid tactic. Where like, you have... Police and protest lines head to head. and they weren't even
1: violent. N- no, like, there was no, there was no pushing. No, even at this it point. was it was
0: a, a neutral standoff. I could and then potentially
1: was... see if there was some like violence right. going on that you could. But do their that. tactic
0: to push the line back was to play chicken with a pack of horses. Yeah. Like how is that? Those are,
1: those are big, big animals. Not those aren't just like, you know.
0: It, and it's not like there was a line and they just happened to be running patrol. They they forced the crowd yeah. to push it back by running horses through them.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I've seen... I, I haven't actually seen the, the leaks or anything, but I've heard there's been, like, some ICMP oh, leaks where they're, like, going on about how we, awesome that is. We talked about
0: that. Yeah. They use the term... Specifically, they use the term jackboot.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time for them to hear a jackboots and stuff. And UK. okay. Um, to, to give some, uh, having not heard it, so I don't know, maybe it's worse than I'm interpreting it to give some sort of benefit of the doubt to, uh, perhaps like a RCMP horse unit guy. Uh, you could say, Hey, wow, they pulled that maneuver off really well. Like that's something we practice in training and look at how well it came off. But ultimately, what you have to uh, like, you should be able to separate that from: we're deploying this maneuver against peaceful protesters, and we ran over an old lady, yeah, and another guy who got stepped on,
0: yeah, and then ignored, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, I mean, <laughs> it's not a, it's not as a convenient talking point, right? Which is unfortunate, but yeah, two people got trampled by horses.
1: Yeah. And the thing is like it, like uh on like just an accident of history, that could have gone completely the other way and who knows what the hell. Well that could have been
0: that could have been a Ferdinand incident.
1: <laughs> right? Like I think that's that is the state of our union right now. Yeah, perhaps we not are, on a global scale, possibly though, honestly. Right. Like certainly on a Canadian scale, that could have that could have tipped box. the entire balance. Yeah. And again, I'm not And Trudeau is soaked Don't get the it. the matches in gas. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But I uh, I don't know. And it's like, I can sit here and, and agree that parking the cars in the core was illegal.
1: Oh, yeah. But you can use existing laws right. to deal with that. Right. And there is no situation where violence was even a thing. So, yeah, let, let's kind of go through the whole convoy and, and talk about its different aspects. Because, you know, we're talking about the Ottawa one. And things where I think they did well things where i think they didn't um or or ultimately you know it went well so i think the three big ones for me and there were various other ones around but the three big ones would be the coots alberta the ambassador bridge and ottawa itself uh should we take them individually yeah where do you want to start Let's go Ambassador Bridge because that one kind of was the l- shortest lived.
0: Yeah, and honestly, the most impactful.
1: That one, that one was when everybody started to pay attention. Yeah, and and, and okay, that's so, when you saw
0: mandates start to drop in Ontario.
1: And that's that's that as well as you know that's when everybody started to go holy hell. And don't get me wrong, I loved it. That because it's, I get that it was illegal and it was. I'm not saying that, you know, every protest should just resort to that. But ultimately, you know, people have been protesting for two years mm-hmm. and either being completely ignored, which is, you know, I won't even give an alternative. They were just completely ignored. Yep. Um, so finally, they do something that grabs everybody's attention and I love it when people say, Hey, no, you, you just protest normally. And it's like, so that we can be ignored again. And you know, it's one thing to, if you're thinking that these protests were tiny, almost every Saturday for the last year and a half, there have been very massive protests spread out across Canada. Um, that again, media just doesn't follow. So the ambassador bridge was very effective. But it was also... I was really concerned the night before they signaled that they were going to go... the uh, authorities were going to go in and break it up. I was really concerned that that one would get ugly.
0: Yeah. I, I think it was the boldest... Well, they took a note out of the Coots playbook. And I, I said for a long time, I, th- I thought Coots could have turned into a Ruby Ridge situation where you've got good old boys fighting against the good old boys on the police team. And you've got a whole bunch of hotheads. Um, thank God it didn't. But then you've got you've got the the biggest economic border in Ontario, which is arguably the economic hub of Canada. Um,
1: no, it is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So you you basically got the the central artery to our entire economy. And like the thing is, it wasn't a huge group of people that did it. Which is it kind of goes to show how effective the right people in the right places can be. But I, I always said it was short-lived. We're, we're very lucky it was short-lived and it ended fairly peacefully. Um, but it only happened after the desperate pleas of peaceful protest was unable to get any attention. Right. <coughs> right.
1: And, and, you know, this isn't like we protested for a couple weeks. This was literally years of protesting. So, uh, yeah, I, I agreed with what they did in spirit. I fully agree that it was illegal. And that the authorities had every right to go in and break it up. And I'm glad that it went fairly peacefully. I think there were only a couple arrests. Yeah. And the only thing that got me worried about it was because I understood that the stakes were so high with that border crossing. That I was worried the authorities were going to come in real hard. <laughs> yeah. It so was, dodged a bullet literally there.
0: I think it woke Doug Ford up too because he was really trying to stay out of all of it uh to his own fault like he should not have ignored ottawa he should have been the f- he should have been the example to trudeau like okay let's sit down let's let's actually hear you out and i don't have to give in
1: yeah uh, strategically one possible um disadvantage or error that happens with that uh ambassador bridge protest is it makes it harder for ford to support the spirit of the protest while Jason Kenney and like Scott Moe have not full-throatedly supported the the convoys or the or the blockades in fact like
0: well Scott Moe has so,
1: yeah but he I mean right he, he's not really saying like yeah lock shut down the borders type thing no, no but he but yeah he, like he he's in support of to. the he's in support of the protest. Uh, but not necessarily the border shutdown, certainly Kenny wasn't in support of the coots shutdown um But when you get such you know a big impact on the ambassador bridge, maybe maybe that pushes Ford into a position where he can't politically come out and oppose the emergencies act. But then again, that's that's assuming that it also Ford happened, that's assuming Ford's doing anything. It with also principle. happened
0: after he had ample opportunity to kinda be reasonable about the Ottawa protests. Right. It wasn't like Ottawa happened and then boom, right away Ambassador Bridge. I think it was like a week or two.
1: A week, I And think, it was like
0: yeah. after not being heard and, and ridiculed and called racist and misogynistic like it was a natural peaceful escalation. Disruptive, illegal, but peaceful. Yeah. Which is where I get confused. Like they, they bring in war measures. And again, I, I've said it before, I'm not playing revisionist history. It is what it is. You yeah, make, it's
1: war measures. Yeah, it's sure. war measures.
0: They, they declared war measures on their own population that were categorically peaceful, potentially illegal. We can agree on that. We can agree that, yeah, the police had jurisdiction and authority, um, but peaceful nonetheless.
1: Yep. So, well, like, like, and the, it, it was totally unnecessary to, to use the War Measures Act against... The Ottawa protest. When you have existing laws in the books about obstructing traffic that way, mm-hmm. and so uh, they anything that they did over the weekend over overreach or not could have just as effectively been done without the War Measures Act.
0: Oh, hundred percent. They didn't. They nothing they did on the weekend utilized the War Measures Act.
1: I guess apart from being able to red zone a, and seize. But that had no actual impact on
0: people. Were already. Oh
1: there. no, no, I agree. It had no impact. Yeah. I, I'm just saying. But like, which is the scarier thing? Is why are they doing that? It's not just about we need to stop this protest. It's about we need to unperson these people. Or
0: well, and you had you had Jody Wilson-Raybould's replacement, the justice minister, come out and say, if you support if if you support people like Trump, so so naturally speaking, their political opposition. You should be worried.
1: Well, and th- you know, so I saw that, and I can't even remember the guy's name, but I know what you're talking about. He, um, when he said that, you know, I'm looking at it and going, certainly by their definition, they would see me as a Trump supporter. I'm, I wouldn't call it as black and white as that. But, you know, by the way he describes it, I was looking and going, okay, he's telling me I should be worried. Yeah. Because certainly in his eyes, I'm a Trump supporter, and I've pr- um, donated materially to this protest in form of the crowdfunding. You know, okay. Now should I be worried that my uh, bank was going to be my bank accounts were going to be frozen, according or that I was going to be fired from my job?
0: According to your government, you should be.
1: I and uh, uh, honestly, uh, it, for a while, I was kind of only slightly worried but well you've got reports now
0: Uh, again i haven't fact checked it but i have no reason to to doubt like it's a pretty bold claim there's a grandma in a ontario district who her whole bank account was frozen she donated twenty dollars right didn't go to the protest minimum wage job and she donated 20 bucks and she's locked out of her bank accounts and the thing is, and this is the, the scariest part, people are like, oh, like mistakes can happen. No, the, 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 the Declaration of War Measures removes liability for any action done in good faith. So yep. as long as the bank said, oh, we tried to do our best, yep. it doesn't matter. There's no recourse. And the thing is, there's no way to erase that flag. Once you're flagged, you're flagged for life.
1: Well, I'm sure I'm on some sort of list. For for various well, things. Well, quite
0: literally, like, you, you don't... And that's another, like, legal aspect, is, like, the government of Canada used illegally obtained documents to then hunt down and persecute their political opposition.
1: Yeah. Oh, I know.
0: It's... We're, like... There's no... There's no... In my mind, there's no... Cutting around the outsides anymore. This is an authoritarian play. Well, and, I mean... It, it, Canada today, today after they they supported this, Canada today is not the same Canada we we were born into.
1: No, and uh, we we I'm not saying we're as far as, uh, down the road as like China. You know, if uh, we've let, been let, condemned, Trudeau no, but- was
0: condemned by China. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's great, <laughs> but uh, but you know, like uh, to be perfectly clear, you and I, if we were in China and we were doing the same sort of anti-government discussion we would have serious worries about our uh physical well-being.
0: I would be dead for this podcast <laughs> right. in China. So
1: so let's okay, we can draw a clear line there. But we've also taken a rather large step in that direction. And and the consequences of which are going to be felt for a long time, or at least potential to to be felt for a long time.
0: Well, I think this sets up... It, it'll take 100 years to get rid of this precedent. Uh, what happens when the Conservatives win, which they will, one way or another, we will have another election eventually, whether it's sooner or later, Conservatives are gaining insane numbers in the polls, um, assuming that nothing war measures don't supersede elections now. Hmm. <laughs>
1: I I don't. He, the thing about war measures is, who the hell knows, right? They're, like there, there's really who who knows what it allows them to do because effectively it could be anything.
0: Well, and I I kind of I'm a bit of a ho- like a hobbyist when it comes to like breaking down mentalities and like we clearly saw how Justin Trudeau walked out of the last election and he he declared himself a clear mandate, irregard- irregardless of the fact that he got. The lowest percent of the vote of any prime minister ever, but he took that as a clear sign people voted for me because they voted for my message and what I stand for. I have a mandate. Pre-COVID,
1: specifically,
0: right? We need to be assholes, do mandates, and divide. Divide. I'm worried now that you look at what just passed. I'm worried that he takes this to the bank as a clear sign of unwavering support for him being basically a dictator.
1: He's a far more dangerous character than I think people are willing to believe and it's because he's a narcissist. He I uh, you, you probably have seen the uh, the clip where it's like basically a a Mike's picking him up from across the room when he's talking to his wife and he's saying to her like, "Oh, you know, honey, I was I was born for this. I'm meant to do this. Like I win and all this." And you know, to her credit, she's telling him, "Hey, like, you know, you got to be humble." This was the boxing match. Was that it? Yeah, was so it then actually? Then go
0: <laughs> the fuck out. <laughs> no. I saw
1: this. It today. wasn't actually the boxing, was it? <laughs> I don't
0: care. I'm going with it.
1: Okay. <laughs> I was uh, born to fight. It wasn't actually the boxing match. was. It was. The best it looked clip like. It looked like. It looked like an. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because I was gonna say it looked like a, like. You know, black tie event of some kind. So I don't know what the context of as to why he was saying it, but ultimately, you're hearing a very honest interpretation of how he sees himself as somebody who was born for greatness. (laughs) Regardless of how ridiculous it is that he would think of that, like of himself that way. He certainly does, and and you know where he has gotten off the most as far as that uh, stroking that ego is in the international community.
0: I love to see what's happening there.
1: Well, I get I get the press is going after him, but I think he's His looking deeper. His friends have turned on him. I think he's looking deeper. I think he's looking World Economic Forum Davos community and thinking. This is exactly what they wanted me for.
0: Maybe. But when he also prides himself on like the shoulders he rubs. And when you've got people like Bill Maher. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. If you haven't seen that episode. I have, yeah. So a little or bit of context. A dear friend of his was on that panel. And when Bill Maher literally said, hey, he's starting to sound a little like Hitler.
1: oh, well, Or Marie uh, Ann Williamson yeah, or whatever. So
0: she chimed in and she's like, I don't think he'd say that. And he's like, no, I've got it right here. Yeah. She's like, well, that's troubling. So it's like, even his own friends are turning on him.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean... <laughs> yeah, and, and he certainly has taken a hit in the international community. Like, even, even the New York Times was going after him hard. Which, The Economist was going after him, I'm pretty sure. Which, like, great. <laughs> um, well, you've got U.S. But- senators
0: now processing asylum now. Yeah, that's how bad it's gotten. Where political dissidence is now being vilified to the point where people are looking at Canadians as refugees potentially.
1: Yeah, yeah. I uh, was at the New Mexico. New Mexico. Or, or yeah. yeah. Um. Hell, if I could, I'd apply for asylum to Florida right now.
0: Right. Well, <laughs> I actually, I, I actually tried to get a response from Christy Nome in oh, South Dakota. Yeah.
1: I don't know about her.
0: <laughs> I don't know. She came out and, and like kind of got a jab in. And then I said, are, are you going to start processing asylum? Cause like
1: I'm tempted. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, I still think he is beholden to actors on the world stage. You know, the Klaus Schwabs, and who else is involved in that? Like, Macron, Arden, uh, Merkel. It's hilarious to see
0: how unilaterally, though, they're all dying in the polls.
1: They're dying in the polls.
0: Everyone's turning on them. But
1: somehow, like, politically they're surviving because of the internal machinations of how the system works. You know, just like Trudeau's polling is in the gutter, but he just survived a non-confidence vote on passing, passing the Emergencies Act, War Measures Act. And, I mean, I, I don't know. It's it's hard to predict the future, but I think that gives him some safety, at least from an election, for a while. I don't think so. Months, at, I would I, say, at I least. don't
0: think so, because you look at the Liberals, when they pushed them to, to agree to do a map to close it, they voted no, and then the next day they issued... This is our map. They just, people don't want to be seen as forced into that choice. I think what's happening now is block and conservatives are ready for an election tomorrow. Yes. Uh, NDP is the linchpin here. And I, I genuinely think they're probably going to put it off just because they're going to get slaughtered.
1: What? But what could possibly turn around in the next? I, I You know, politics is messy, things happen. But what, like, I couldn't I see anything on the horizon that's going to give Jagmeet Singh and the NDP a
0: I think it's strictly just time to build money. Yeah. I think that just to fill the war Boots chest. on the ground. Yeah, I, I think they're they're screwed. And I think the only hope they have is people's memories can be short. I don't think he's long... Any other situation, if this was a conservative prime minister, there was like eight things that happened last week that would have resulted in, in a complete election.
1: Oh, and, and the protests would have had full... St- throated support from the media. They would have been all over the place. We should talk about the media. Oh, I need and, to do a whole episode on that. Well, just a couple quick things. One, I love when you see these media personalities on the ground and realize that you know, real everyday citizens have so much contempt for them. Actually, just as much contempt as they have for those citizens. hundred percent. They pretend like they, you know, Oh, look, at they're attacking us. And it's like, you hate those people. You speak badly about them. You
0: make a circus out of them.
1: For years. And then you expect them to welcome you with open arms?
0: Well, and I look at that stuff, and the thing that actually pisses me off the most is, again, they get away with conflating that with violence. You're being heckled and sworn at. Which, guess what? It's not comfortable. But it's not violence.
1: No. Uh, I think
0: I saw one where they pushed. They pushed the reporter, and that would be like that's wrong. Don't put your hands on. But you know what?
1: Let's talk about the Rebel News reporter who oh, so we're mean, getting a, a literally a millimeter
0: assaulted. canister fired into her leg.
1: Yeah, what's her name? Alexia. Alexia Levine. Yeah, uh, she she's done some really great reporting. Shout well, out to her. Well, she's she's the same reporter
0: that at the pres- the for parliamentary debates for leadership. He literally looked her in the face and said, "I don't answer Rebel yeah, News." Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the friggin' debates.
1: Yeah, I know. So, no, if that been- was a
0: conservative leader, the the media would have had him crucified.
1: So, while well, she's been great. A lot of Rebel News uh, on the ground. Uh, supporters. I don't even, I can't even remember some of their name. Keeks, Beaton, or whatever. Oh, he,
0: Key and Bexy
1: left. That's he, it. He's Thank with the you. counter
0: signal now. And he's actually the one who broke the leaked text from the RCMP.
1: Right. And there was this K2 guy. Is that, or is that the same guy that I'm conflating? I don't
0: know. There was a guy
1: who was on, like, Sheila Gunn Reed was out. Sheila
0: Gunn Reed. They've got De- 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 Dia Humphrey in BC. Yeah. Uh, Tamara Ugolini in, in Ontario.
1: Yeah. So, shout out to all them. The other people I want to shout out is, uh, just the independent uh, video journalists on the ground. A lot. Uh, I know one uh, YouTube channel that I started following was Auto Walks. Uh, that guy's done an awesome yeah. job. And Viva Fry is
0: another incredible one.
1: Right. I followed him on Twitter. Uh, I didn't watch his live streams, but definitely Auto Walks was great. And I saw as he was going around, you know, he's seeing a lot of other live streamers. Honestly, you guys were so invaluable throughout all this because... The the traditional media, corporate media, would not have shown this.
0: Well, I I actually enjoyed it for a little bit there. I was like, I had my computer with Twitter up, getting the refreshed live stream from the Ottawa police, tweeting out their misinformation.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Contrasted that to the live streams you're seeing.
1: We're not using tear gas. We're not using pepper spray. We're not, yeah. (laughs) Okay, well, to, to to be
0: fair, they didn't use tear gas as tear gas. They used it as a 62 millimeter projectile against the media. (laughs)
1: from like point blank yeah right into her leg oh man so but the protesters
0: bought brought smoke bombs right (laughs) and and people are throwing bicycles at horses yeah it's like at what point like this is straight out of a george orwell novel
1: well i mean just just the the very open in your face don't believe your eyes and just listen to us. Uh, Did you see the one tweet that the Ottawa police had where they were saying, uh, you know, we understand that this can be difficult or stressful. Maybe it's best you just, like, turn off Twitter
0: for a while. Well, they tried (laughs) to ban media from even going in. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: No, absolutely. I mean, you see them throwing away people's uh, press credentials, being like, oh, you can And then, Did you
0: catch the fact that they tried to arrest the owner of the iconic coffee shop? Which served coffee
1: to maskless people? Or? No,
0: to to people. I I can't speak to the type. They weren't being persecuted for not following health orders. They were being persecuted for being open.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's um, it was something else to see what happened in Ottawa. Um,
0: we're not in a first world country today. I can I can. We might be a second world country but we are not in we do, we do not have a functioning democracy
1: that that much is true there's not we don't live in a in the same rule of law that we used to um i don't i don't know it, it's it's really disappointing i can't say that i am overly surprised but
0: yeah i think i think at this point now it has to just keep going Until enough people are like, hey. And then we get to be like, we fucking told you so.
1: Well, you know what? We go back to... We're now in a stance where we go back to the traditional protest. Uh, Like, Toronto had a huge protest on Saturday. Calgary had a massive protest. Calgary
0: was insane.
1: Quebec was pretty big. Yeah. Um, Even
0: Toronto was massive.
1: Chilliwack, BC, had a pretty good one there. So, like... Listen... We go back to that, and we go back to the media ignoring that.
0: Just wait till it warms up, too. (sighs) You're going to see all those people. That's the thing I think they underestimate, is they saw the amount of people that showed up in Ottawa, but they didn't really grapple with the the weight of how many people stood on overpasses. Wait till you mobilize the people that have kind of been like, "I, I support it, but I can't really put it all in. Wait till everything's on the line. I think if this isn't resolved by mid to late March, it's going to get scary. Uh, it's already f- from a political standpoint, knowing how history works. I'm terrified. I genuinely feel like we are uh, we are beyond the tipping point of a very dark plot line.
1: I'd rather see mass civil disobedience and like societal breakdown through that. Um than some sort of dystopian, authoritarian state, uh, post-nationalist state.
0: Well, I think, well, well, that's the thing. We're we're there. Like, with emergency powers. Well, we're certainly closer to to that than we are. If he woke up tomorrow, given the act he's got, he could literally (laughs) give a countrywide mandate, and there's no recourse. He could say, everyone has to be vaccinated within the day, or you're in jail. And yeah, you would have political opposition, but they've signed off on allowing him these measures.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: There is no checks and balances at this point.
1: Yeah. So it just remains to be seen what he does next. Um... And again, today he was offered by Candace
0: Bergen to apologize for name calling uh, and he refused to.
1: No, he won't. He's gotten, it's his ego.
0: He refused to clarify if today's vote was a non-confidence vote. He refused to even show up for the vote. It's... And the fact that... And I think this is what you might see actually happen is... I think the Liberal Party themselves see the writing on the wall. I think they're basically letting him take every hit that is out there. And they're, they're going to be there to clean up the pieces and swap them out. But I think I think now it's happened enough that the Liberal Party as a, as a unity is absolutely behind the scenes making moves to kind of transition.
1: Well... Maybe, maybe you're right. Um, The only thing I will say is that a result, and it's hard to argue this is anything other than a victory right now for Trudeau. um, I think he's going to get a bump in the polls. Certainly, the conservatives have coalesced again. So, that, like, his opposition is firmly against him, more firmly than ever. But I think that within his own sort of base, he will get a boost in the pulse. I'm not saying it's gonna be huge. He's not gonna get like above thirty five percent or anything close to that. But he will be doing better, I think.
0: I think I think you are categorically opposite. I think I think I we'll think see, I you're under I think you're underestimating the 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 little L liberals, and I don't mean that as like, they're not party supporters. I mean traditional liberals that can literally look at this right now and be like, there is no emergency. I, I, they People that literally would have called the truckers there an emergency that say, hey, now it's gone, and what is he doing? When you've got MPs that are coming out saying, I don't support this, but I'm going to vote because it's whip. When you've got MPs saying that,
1: I hope you're right. The base I'm-
0: is... The base is is an extrapolation of what the MPs are. So if you've got MPs saying, "Hey, this is wrong." I I don't I don't dismiss the liberal base to that extent that they can't understand it.
1: I do. I literally do.
0: <laughs> it's easy to. I I I have hope. Again, this is this is the the kind of two sides of this perspective.
1: I I think much of it comes down to uh apathy, like there's just a lack of interest in this type of thing, and people just kind of go ah, I just want to get through the next day, I don't want to hear about it um, and, and they're just useful idiots to the real malicious political actors here, so
0: I think Canada's screwed, short term medium term, maybe not long term
1: long term's hard to predict, but
0: I think short term, it's gonna be it's going to hurt and they're going to do worse, they haven't played all the cards they want to yet no, I'm waiting for like the pickup eight.
1: Well, I mean, we do now just have to sort of see how things go. Um,
0: but at this point, like, it really feels like Trudeau leaves when he wants to. Like, I hope that the Liberal Party is making, but there's it seems like there's nothing that gets him gone. The guy is Teflon.
1: Well, and this is why I think he's good for for months at least, likely even years
0: no i i think I think if we're not in an election by the summer, we're not in a democracy wow well, I, th- I, I I think we have an election by the summer or it's or we're not even we're like or we're way worse than we are now, and i don't even mean just the liberals are leading us. i don't see them democratically avoiding an election that long
1: We'll see, I hope you're right, I hope you're right, but i I think we're in bigger trouble than that.
0: Speaking of bigger trouble, let's before we take off for the night, let's zoom out. I just want to touch on on the biggest issue that's really hurting my damn wallet is Russia, Ukraine, and the the states. I I'm so tired of crypto and stocks getting whiplash from the <laughs> fear mongering that's getting spun up about this.
1: Yeah, what's well, your okay. take? Uh, ultimately. I don't particularly care. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fully valid perspective. <laughs> no, honestly, I mean, okay, so I've got I've got some insight into it, but ultimately, I think it's almost no interest to you or I.
0: Right. Well, other than the fact it's destroying my investments right now. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um. But like, I've had this guy. Uh, So we've lived two years now where pharmaceutical companies have taken front row center. And it's like people have forgotten the fact that the military industrial complex exists Mm -hmm. and wants control. It wants money. It wants power.
1: With its media uh, mouthpiece and all that.
0: And it's like I have talked to people in Russia and Ukraine. Have you? And it's like what they're saying there versus what's being spun on this side of the world is crazy. It's like... If you talk to somebody there, they're like, what are you talking about? But yeah, they're like, what are you friggin' talking about? And as I like, because I, I actually admire Russia. I, I don't say they're without problem. Putin certainly has some issues. Uh, but I, I like the fact that he's a, a morally structured person. I'm not even going to say morally accurate. But at least you can understand how to work around his rubric. He has his own values that may differ from others, but as long as you work within that rubric, he doesn't flip-flop. He's not two-faced. He'll tell you to your face that this will get you killed.
1: <laughs> right? Well, I mean, at least it's common knowledge, the types of things that'll get you killed. Right. But... Um, okay, so I, I what I want to do in my interpretation of it is remove all of the personalities from it. So, I don't care so much about Joe Biden. I don't care about Zelensky and I don't care about Putin so much. Just looking at the strategic long-term goals of Russia and Russia ultimately. Um so from the Russian perspective, They are in big trouble long-term. Demographically, they have issues. Um, They traditionally have had a partnership with China, but they're quickly becoming the little brother uh, in that relationship, and a little brother that can pretty soon, if not already, be forgotten. China can just do whatever it wants without the support of Russia. They've got NATO that continually encroaches on their doorstep. And when you look long term, uh, the, the possibility of a war with a European power, whether it's the whole union or whatever, geographically, Ukraine is a threat to them. It juts deep into their sort of heartland on the south there and would provide a really direct avenue into Moscow. And so, what they look at that and access to the Black Sea there. Um, I mean, they already have Crimea; they annexed that in 2014. But they want to be able to push into some of these regions of southern Ukraine, southern and eastern Ukraine, which are have, if not majority, large minority Russian. And ultimately shore up that weak underbelly that they have. So I think it's entirely possible that whether it's now or ten years from now, Russia does make a considerable move into at least part of Ukraine. There, but again, I don't really care right <laughs> like you know i i don't want to see people get slaughtered or anything like that
0: well you look at how they took over crimea like i'm not to say people they just did say not. it's ours right it wasn't a highly violent conflict
1: actually i don't know that there was a lot of fighting. at least they kind of just showed up and were like it's mine now yeah and so what are you gonna do about it and so and then today there was um the donetsk It should be be noted, they've they've
0: had occupation forces in that region for over eight years. I saw that come out, and immediately found, they've had tanks and soldiers in the region they said they just invaded for eight years.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, they didn't, (sighs) invasion, I don't know, it's hard to say, because they've they've at least covertly been supporting uh, insurgencies there. So again, you're talking about highly dense russian speaking and ethnic well, people well
0: the region you're talking about they just had a referendum to leave Ukraine and join russia
1: right and okay i don't even I don't even put much stock in referendums there well, no, in that I, part of the that's world the other like, I, I
0: like I like cringe at when they're like we need to protect democracy in Ukraine Ukraine's not a democracy. Zelensky walked up. His political opponent after the last election. Like, they're not a democracy.
1: (laughs) He's a friendly dictator. Zelensky, did he lock him up? Uh, So, okay. There was Poroshenko, who was ousted in the 2013-2014 protests. Was it Poroshenko? There was a Russia-friendly ruler in Ukraine. Um... He was ousted in a protest, and there was a non- or sort of European-friendly, NATO-friendly leader put in his place. Lots of corruption on all sides. Nobody's clean in this. Yeah, and, you know, a lot of the people who were supporting the protests that ousted, I think it was Poroshenko, um... You know, you're talking about literal neo-Nazi groups. Yeah. Not not like not like uh, you know, the way we call people Nazis here. No, like, like literal, literal yeah. neo-Nazi groups. Uh and again, I'm I, I don't particularly care about them either because ultimately whatever's gonna play out there is gonna play out there. I don't think the it US should- or Canada
0: we well, should deal with we it. If all Europe wants to, if
1: Europe wants to do something, great. We should all it. hold
0: up a sign saying "We stand with Ukraine." That'll <laughs> yeah, that'll help. It. That'll help. No, I look at I look at what happened, what's happening right now, and like, there's no denying Russia does have expansionist goals, but they're fairly slow paced. They're not at like like the Chinese expansion level, where like there's an active threat on
1: Taiwan. They're also looking very self interested, like right. you know, they're not. Well, they they're are, not doing the, the days of them plotting to take over the world. Or Cuba, even. Right. It, like, it's not happening. They're looking on their doorstep and saying, these are the places we right. need to shore well, up. Well, the,
0: not even that. Like, I have, I have a certain. I, I own my bias. I'm probably a little more friendly to Russia than some people might appreciate. I don't think they're some shining beacon. But, like, in a democracy where our prime minister just kind of unilaterally took right. over, I don't see us as very different politically from from right. a structural standpoint from a value standpoint we're way different i my values line up way more in line with people like putin my my core values um and just general decency not to say he's wholeheartedly he's not decent.
1: decent no but i know what you mean but
0: like no when you look at what's going on and the the main instigation for what's going on in ukraine is nato they were promised at the end of the cold war they would not lose ground West.
1: Yeah, it's funny to see an animation of that map change oh, from 1991 to now. To,
0: to, to look at that and understand that they've been being encroached on since the Cold War. Absolutely. And they were promised explicitly it would not happen. Yep. And it still And you,
1: Ukraine's a red line for them. Right. They, if you do that, so then it, all it's, bets are It's
0: hard for me to sit here and be like, yeah, screw Russia. No, like, stop provoking them. They're not a small military.
1: They're oh, not no. somebody
0: you want to screw with.
1: So it, it's uh, it's awesome because, I mean, even the U.S. in that region would have a very hard time projecting power without going all in. You know, it, they couldn't do a, oh, we're going to bolster up the Ukrainians or we're going to bolster up even the Europeans. Like, the <laughs> the European army would be crushed uh under well, under not the Not only
0: that, they supply the like Russians. 80% of their oil.
1: Right. So they would cut that off um or yes, yeah, their natural gas, but yeah, it's absolutely that's where their heating comes from. So if um I think Russia's got the largest tank army on the planet.
0: They are for sure top 3 forces in the world. Tanks.
1: Um it, Russia has some serious problems economically, demographically, um, geographically. They're still so huge and still so spread out. It's hard for them to maintain everything, but ultimately their heartland, which is like between the Urals and, and the basically borders of the European union, we should say. Anyway, yeah. Um, that, that is where they're gonna not mess around, and Ukraine falls smack dab in the middle of that. Right. So again, I just, I just don't care. No, but I, I, I
0: think we're heading to a point where not caring is gonna be not an option. I think the West is is forcing that to basically be a thing. They're gonna make it a thing till it's a thing.
1: Well, I mean,
0: despite the fact that over there it's not a thing, people in Ukraine aren't leaving. I know people firsthand that aren't leaving. They're not worried. They, they fully believe that. Yeah, we'll just. You know what? We'll stop taking our bid for NATO because at this moment, Russia is not seeking to annex Ukraine. They just don't want NATO.
1: So, so the the latest developments, which happened in the last like six hours, I think, was you know those two regions, Donetsk and Luhansk, declared like national republics or something. Um, so they've declared their own autonomy. Russia. Putin came out and said he's going to recognize that autonomy. Which, how he chooses to do that, whether it's supporting them militarily, whatever, you know, then he doesn't have to declare war.
0: Yep, and he gets a little bit.
1: So, and I mean, I think it was kind of awesome because, if anything, uh, the thing, the only thing that I do care about is seeing how stupid it makes Biden look.
0: Well, he's already said he's going to go sit down with him.
1: Yeah, no, I know, but I mean, now, like, so there was this whole, they did this sit-down thing, or arranged it, and uh, people were kind of laughing, going like, ah, like, now Putin's backed into a corner, he's either got to back off or go for it, Uh, and then he just kind of, like, pulls this wild card and goes like, oh, well, they're just their own republics, and I recognize them, so.
0: Right. (laughs) Well, that and like did Which you see awesome. some of the quotes that Kamala Harris made Cause they I don't I, understand how she's some borders are well
1: they well they I, se- they, they sent, sent her, they sent her to Europe to take right, care of it all right, right. <laughs> she was gonna fix it
0: because she's got the wherewithal to nav- negotiate
1: it they just have no idea what to do with Kamala Harris um and I don't blame them I do what not she's, what to do I don't know actively what she's doing the useful. worst thing possible I mean they they literally, but it's literally they don't know what to do with her. Like they can't have her be the face of much because
0: she's so unpopular.
1: Yeah, yeah, like just know everybody kind of finds her off putting. It's that cackling. Well, laugh. That she's
0: she's just straight stupid. Wow. Well, like give her ten minutes and her tongue will hang herself.
1: Yeah, she she's not. She's not well versed in a lot of things. I I hesitate to say all of this is stupid. You know what I, I mean? Because
0: I, I pause. She's special. <laughs> stupid.
1: I uh, you know it depends on what you mean by stupid. I mean, I, I don't think that she's like a low IQ wait, person. I just think she's not a with super I'm talented into person. Specific
0: details because I don't want to make this show X rated. But like we all know how she got yeah, her job. Oh, absolutely, it wasn't intellectually.
1: No. It's a pretty well-known secret. Right. Um,
0: And, like, that's not, like,
1: your generic, like, misogynist... No, no, no. It's it's just just what happened. It's just what happened. So, anyway, and you know what? Good for you.
0: Outside of politics, I'm like, if you want to exploit your own sexuality to get to where you want to be... That's your choice. Oh, yeah. I, like, I
1: mean, uh, I, I say good for you not because I support that type of but thing. But I got but you like, where you need... Yeah. Exactly. You, you got yourself but it's like you don't pretty deserve high places.
0: Any other place other than one that, like, holds people's livelihoods and futures at pole... Yeah. Any other place, I'd support it. It'd be, like, good for you.
1: Yeah, but, whatever like, you want to do.
0: this is a different scenario. Yeah. And then, well, you, like, I just don't... I don't know.
1: She, don't, she fails upwards.
0: I just... I look... You talking America, talking like Russia. I think it'll float away. I, I think, despite the fact that people are trying to make this, it's like fetch. Stop trying to make fetch work. It's not going to. It's not going to happen. I don't see. <coughs> They're Russia not going go to gonna go to war. Uh,
1: Nobody's going to go to war. If Russia on- does,
0: it's not going to be a, a newspaper declared. We're at war.
1: <laughs> no, 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 they're just going to do it. Or um, like
0: Biden Insider says, today is the day. So
1: again, you know, uh, what I am saying, and maybe this the, this will be uh, the longest fact check in history, but uh, the likelihood that Russia, like, so these new republics that have formed, um, as well as I think there's going to be several other provinces along the... Um, black sea coast there um being um you know the southern and eastern side of ukraine i i would say that it's highly probable that russia absorbs or secures those that region in one way or another yeah in the next few decades
0: yeah We'll see how... I think short-term, I think there's no real risk, despite the fact that people want to keep jerking my crypto around. (laughs) But, uh, no, and and then, like, as we, like, look at the states and, like, Kamala and Biden, it reminds me that, like, we are on the verge of of a tipping point there, too, with the midterms turning into a bloodbath. Like, I think, you look at what's going on with Trudeau, and I I still hold true to the fact that this is a trapped animal's death spiral. He's dangerous and, and... unpredictable, because he's in a corner. And then you look at the states, and I think we are without getting too optimistic, I think we are on the verge of a very significant tide change politically in North America as a whole.
1: Well, um, time will tell. It's just going
0: to suck getting there.
1: I, I, we need, we need something to change, because the direction that we're headed it um, is is very dangerous in the long term I do think that yeah we, we've kind of talked about the coming calamities before <coughs> um, but I think the ultimate calamity would be this gradual um, progression into uh, totalitarian, dystopia
0: yeah well it feels like we're there like I, I don't even think it's gradual at this point like
1: oh it, it's been we have no up, rule of
0: law i think we're there uh I, I have genuinely looked at possibly leaving canada i don't know if it's 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 tougher when you've got a whole family
1: it's it's very hard
0: but it's definitely on my plate it's <coughs> what do you do
1: it's not outside of the realm of possibility but you my know, own don't government hold has effectively
0: called me a terrorist and given themselves the power to basically economically end my life.
1: They could, they yeah. could have
0: me fired and seize all my assets.
1: It, it, yeah, and it doesn't even need to be the government that does it. It's been normalized for your employer to do that sort of thing, to take ideological stances against their employees and purge wrong
0: Right. Well, in the, in the in the words of Justin Trudeau, what do we do with these people? We we can't accept do we tolerate them? them? Right. Do we tolerate them?
1: <coughs> yep. Well, uh, tough day, but I think
0: the next week or two is going to be very very important. I, I still think the next week or two we're going to see some pretty significant developments, good or bad. I don't know which way it goes, but I think it, we're we're into like very important times right now.
1: Yep and uh, I guess we'll have to recap again yeah, in for the near sure. future
0: well thanks for joining us
1: thanks for having me again
0: well you guys know the time it's uh, time to pay the fee if uh, you enjoyed our conversation or maybe you really didn't like some of the, the takes we had uh, we kind of got into some unpopular grounds there for a little bit by all means share it around uh, if you want to cast stones or if you liked how we had to break it down Uh, We only exist here to find middle ground and and bring a sense of rationale to conversations that otherwise don't have them. Um, Certainly that can be uncomfortable at times, but it's it's a service that our mainstream media really is not doing right now. So we hope to bring nuance, and and by doing that we want to reach as many people that can reasonably find it. Uh, So if you know somebody that that could really use a little bit of balance uh, or just like-mindedness, I I know I've got some friends that are a little too far even to the right that that need balance in that direction. Just uh, give us a share and keep showing us that love that that we really have been blessed with this far. Um, In the meantime, I I hope not to do another episode this week, but uh, if it calls for it, I, I will crank out another one um in the meantime stay as as free as justin trudeau will uh reasonably let you and uh and keep the spirits up folks uh it's it's a dark time but we will get through this all right take care everyone
1: Come and fly away